Chris Bell. This is Rosalie. And this is Timothy. We are so excited to be back after a little hiatus. Yes. I apologize. I was literally driving over to Tim's um, over the over the, the freeway and and I blew a tire. So I had to try to get roadside assistance and stand there in the hundred plus degree weather. Um, and after that, I just I couldn't I couldn't uh, sit down and record. Right, which is totally understandable. And then after that, it was like, it was hectic. Like even like that that day that we were recording, I had um, a party. My nephew was turning one, Aww. so yeah. So I was like, okay, we have like a time frame to do this. And after that, I was like, no, I get it. And then it was just kind of like, you know, like we can I wait said, a week. It's okay. Right, and like I said, I'm back at school full time, so I just was kind of like trying to do it during the week, you know. And you work full time. And I work full time. Yeah, so it gets a little hectic during the week. So that's why we kind of record over the weekend and so it was kind of like hey if we need to take this week off completely fine let's do it <laughs> just let me know I love eating. doing this podcast and right. I don't want it to feel like uh like an obligation that feels stressful right and that's how I feel about it too where I want it to be something fun that we do in a creative yeah. outlet and we love all of you guys and we want to give you our best right exactly so I just said hey if you're, if you're not in the right headspace and it's like that's probably better to just take the week off and yeah. just kind of re- Regroup and get back, and here we are. So, here we are. Yes. Exciting. So, yeah. Um, so, once again, if you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, you can reach us at, at Queer Cauldron on Tumblr, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, we also have um, an email, which is queercauldron at gmail.com. And you can also call us at 323-285-0164. Fantastic. Speaking of, we did get a message this week on Tumblr mm -hmm. um, so this user says hey witches um, I am in high school and I am kind of discovering that I am trans mm -hmm. and I'm kind of nervous about going on hormones are there like bad side effects or anything right so I mean we I'm trying to think how to start this because I mean she's going on estrogen I'm assuming Probably, but yeah. it's good for, you know, lots of listeners who may be considering maybe to hear, you know, just what you've experienced. And Well, like I talked about it. in like one of the previous episodes that like I remember right away I, I felt very like angry one day. Like I, I was just sitting there like I feel really angry and like aggressive right now and I don't know why because I'm nothing setting me off. I'm not angry particularly, particularly at anything. I just feel really like angry right now and I don't know why and so that was one thing that happened right away like I would say like the Just first the mood week swings. yeah mood swings and um I felt really antsy and stuff like that um I mean I grew facial hair very quickly like um but I think I could kind of grow facial hair before you know and so for me I just let it grow because before I used to like shave it or you know uh wax it or whatever and i just let it grow you know and so i got facial hair right away which isn't something everybody gets you know because i've told anyone who's like well i can't wait to start hormones because you look great and i'm like well here's the deal everybody's <laughs> experience is going to be different and it's based on your genetics so right. don't take anything as like gospel right exactly and even like um with my shoulders getting uh, broader. Like right. that didn't happen till like, I wanna say a year ago. So, and I remember uh, my friend who was used to, her ex was a trans guy and she said that right away she noticed his shoulders getting broader, like right away. And I'm like, that wasn't my experience. Like I didn't uh, right. experience that. 
Um, but uh, yeah, you know, it's like I grew facial hair. Um, I know people say that your like hairline changes and your face shape changes, which now I can see it. Like now when I look at pictures, I'm like, okay, I see it now. But you don't really notice that right away. And no, it's so funny going back because I have, let's see, this month is my year and a half mark. Oh, on, yay. Uh, thank you on HRT. And so just looking back at the photos, I think... I had that like awkward puberty, like in betweeny phase for the first like eight months, nine months maybe, and then after the new year, I started to notice like a like really significant difference in myself. But even throughout the whole process, I I noticed like little changes. But as far as like side effects and things that you're like worried about, because I think it's. Uh, like for me like dehydration is a is a big one um i get dehydrated so quickly i was on a flight back from florida um right after they upped my dose i was on i was doing one pill of i guess it's two milligrams of um uh the estrogen and they upped it to to um three a day instead of two a day and I, I literally fainted on the plane because I was they didn't I didn't drink enough water right. and I was dehydrated and so then also for a while after they upped it and also when I first started taking it I was a little lightheaded and dizzy but it mellowed out after a while yeah so the, those are just things I've noticed as far as like side yeah I think effects. I I think I drink a lot of water now too more than I did and I also one thing I think I I don't think I've ever mentioned is I get I I, I run really really hot now. Like, before, I used to run hot, like, warm, but not overtly. I'm and always now, freezing. Yeah, now I'm really hot now. Like, my, like, I'm even, um, when, like, when I am home alone, I'll have the AC on to, like, 70 degrees, and my wife walks in and is like, it is like an icebox in here. I literally <laughs> turned it up the second my roommate left. I turned it from 70 to 74 because I freeze. Right, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I, and it's really sad because I see a lot of, pullover sweatshirts that I wear, especially at Disney, which we yeah, need to do a Disney cute. episode. Oh my God, but, yeah. we're going to go. Yes, we're going to go next weekend. Yeah. Next weekend. Yeah. So anyway, so, but yeah, like there's a lot of pullover sweatshirts that Disney has or that I see that are like really cool that I'm like, I could never wear that because I'd be like, oh my God. You would so die. Yeah. Like if, like if hoodies are normally fine, especially if like I can pull up the sleeves and unzip them, normally hoodies are just, they just feel like an extra layer and that's fine. But when it comes to pullover sweatshirts or like pullover long sleeves or whatever, I can't do it because it feels so like claustrophobic and hot oh, no. that I can't do it. And it sucks because I see a lot of um, really cool looking fashion that like I just cannot do. For sheer comfort. Fashion over comfort. That's that's, the, <laughs> that's what they say, right? Yeah, that is what oh, they say. No. So, yeah, so, I mean, there's, when you go to an endocrinologist or when you go, because some people go to clinics and stuff to get right. hormones, I mean, they normally go over every single possible, possible side effect and make right. you sign a waiver. Right, even if it never happens to you or it happens later to you, like, they will tell you, this could potentially happen. And one thing that they warn if you do decide to go off hormones for whatever reason, I mean, some people have to go off of because of medical reasons. Right. Like, they'll tell you, like, this will never change. Like, for going on testosterone, they say that once your voice deepens and drops, never going to go back to that right. high-pitched, like, the what it was before. Right. 
And for um, people who go on to estrogen and androgen blockers, like your breasts are gonna stay, they're not gonna like shrink back to a flat chest if you want those gone. Right. Um, you have to get uh, top surgery. Right, yeah. So they, like I said, like medical professionals can answer way better than we can. Right. But, you know, we're just sharing our experiences we love doing. But yeah, I mean, definitely um, um, a doctor can yeah, tell you like, Hey, like, just so you know, these are all the potential whatevers and these list of these things will never go back, you know? I will say, though, for, for me at least, that um, if you're concerned about, you know, the side effects, that's totally valid. But for me, like, you know, whatever side effect it was going to have is probably... I mean, I would do it anyway. Like, right. for me, I would make that choice. Right. I mean, like... Like I said, the clinic I went to, they literally had me initial every single thing, mm-hmm. and I did I it. Watch a video? Did you have to? No, watch a video? I didn't have to watch a video. Oh, I had to watch a video in a little room <laughs> at the LGBT center. <laughs> uh, so your body and you. Uh, <laughs> well, just like here are no, but like that's what you watch. Here are all puberty. the terrible things. Also, your kidney is made. You know whatever and you can't have potassium as much anymore but hey enjoy all the salt you want right and like they told me like at least when i because i still have to get a pap smear oh yeah because i I still have a vagina so because they're just like hey don't forget this because you know a lot of trans guys do and you know some trans guys feel dysphoria about their vaginas and they won't call them vaginas like you know like like question and you can cut this out if you don't want to like answer it on air but do trans guys still get periods yes okay i don't personally i haven't got a period since the first november i was on t which i started in october so like literally two months into me starting t i stopped getting a period and i haven't had one since like i've had random and again spoiler or spoiler uh spoiler sorry trigger warning trigger warning for people who don't want to hear this like just lower the volume at this point but yeah like I got spotting every once in a while but and I still kind of do and like I think I mentioned another episode like um I used to get really bad cramps just suddenly at like four o'clock in the morning one day would be like we're still here and so like Uh, yeah yeah and so yeah but um when I so yeah so I still have to get pap smears and stuff and to some trans guys unfortunately do have periods no matter what, like still, even when they've been on T for a while, they still get periods, which again is more of a genetic body right. thing. Right, it seems like, like a person to person kind of thing. Right, but so, it's st- it's still possible. Right, yeah. so yeah, so you are supposed to still get a Pap smear every year, and so when I saw my um, gynecologist, she was telling me like, well, you know, you should really think about having a hysterectomy because then you know you wouldn't have to right. do this, you wouldn't have to do that. And she said, you know, because I guess there is no studies on long-term effect on ovaries when you're on testosterone for a long period of time. That that research isn't really conclusive and it's not really out there yet. Right. So that's the other scary thing. Yeah, that's like scary at the thing. forefront of this. We're the we're the pioneers. Right. Exactly. So that is something that my wife and I are going to do. But you know, we want to have kids within the next uh, two years, like a year and a half or so. So we are like, hey, we're gonna harvest some of my eggs to do that and so we were like once we're done with that then we're gonna look into getting a hysterectomy but we kind of can't do that right now you know so that's that's that (laughs) so yeah all right okay so i think we um have one one more okay yeah 
<laughs> like, Go for yeah. It. yeah. Well, I mean, it's not really a question. It's just I was hanging out with some friends and, you know, we talk about relationships and, you know, because that's just a topic we talk about, like, really, because I have single friends and stuff. And so we were talking about, like, relationships and just kind of dating in the general sense and whatever. And, um, one topic that they came up or not came up with, but they were talking about was do they asked me if I felt that when it comes to like, I guess exes or, you know, previous relationships, if I needed closure from those relationships or did I just kind of, could I just like go somebody or could I just like go through a breakup and say, I hope I never hear from them again. Or if I needed that like breakup speech or if I need to give the breakup speech and like what, like, so yeah. So the topic is basically like, what do you feel about closures when it comes to relationships? Oh, gosh. Well, I... I mean, I feel like I need that kind of closure, right? Like, mm. if things are just left out in the open, it's easy to dwell on things and wonder if this, if that, is this going to happen? Right. Like, but if we sit down and we talk it all out and we hash all... I mean, it... I feel like I'm very, like, vague right now. I'm being very vague just because this is, like, a recent thing for me. Okay, but what about previous relationships? Like, if you don't want to go into that, I can share my stories. The last relationship I had before the one that I just, you know, got out of a a few months ago um, was the one with the guy who embarrassed me at the the Oscar party. Right, Right, okay. Like, that was the last relationship I had before that. Mm. And he ended up cheating on me. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was living in, in, in another city, um, working on um, a campaign for a certain presidential candidate. Okay. Um, and uh, I went out to visit for, visit for his birthday. And then he came to visit for mine, which is later in September. And... Um, he told me that he like cheated on me, mm-hmm. and that was his version of closure. That was okay. so that like we wouldn't because we we had broken up and gotten back together a couple times before that. Right. By that I mean I broke up with him, and then three hours later he was like calling me sobbing, and I took him back like a dumbass. Um, <laughs> it happens. Oh god, it's so bad. Yeah. But um, he he said he he slept with somebody else so that this time we would like break up for good, and that was closure. And. We, that was like, that was, I told him you should go. Yeah. Uh, Cause he was over at my place and I was like, you need to leave right now. Yeah. And so he went and stayed with his friend the rest of his time while he was in town before heading back to that other city. Mm-hmm. Um, that is not so far from here. Okay. Um, but, 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 um, I never felt like I actually got closure with that, but I, in that case, I didn't feel like I needed it. I felt okay. like, okay, you closed the door on right. that, and, like, I know that I don't, like, need you in my life. I cried about it. And we ended up meeting up, like, one more time randomly, like, a year later in West Hollywood. Hmm. And it was just really awkward. Yeah. That's my story. <laughs> Um, well, I was, cause I thought about this during the week, you know, and, um, I've had three times in my life where I got, I guess, closure. Um, and one of them, like I mentioned, I had like an emotionally abusive, uh, he wasn't really my boyfriend, but like he was just someone I was dating, you know? Yeah. And him and I, I guess, never really got closure cause we never like talked everything out, which is fine. I don't really ever want to talk to him again, but there were three times that I got closure Uh, The first time was um, I 
think I, I think I mentioned this guy, which I do want to talk about this relationship later in a different episode. But like, I was basically the side person for this guy who had a long term girlfriend that he lived with, you know. Right. And he kept coming back. Like we broke up after like months and months and months of not talking, and I finally just said. Hey guy, I'm seeing someone and cause I was, I was like seeing someone and I said, you know, so like we're done, like there's no going back. Cause like we kept, you know, kind of yeah, circling back. Happens. Yeah. We kept circling back. I hate that. And like we never broke up. It was just kind of like, we just like lost contact for a while and then picked it right back picked up. It right, yeah, exactly. So I finally like was seeing someone and I told him like, Hey, I'm seeing someone. And then he told me that he was kind of like, it was a bittersweet thing for him because on one hand he was glad that like, I was talking to somebody else because he was like, you know, he couldn't give me what I wanted, you know? And then, but then on the other hand, he like, liked me and so he didn't want me to be with anybody else. So like, so it was like bittersweet. have it both ways. Right. So he, but he understood. And, but like every year for five years after we broke up, like around the same time, it was always around like October. So like almost around this time. Of year. Yeah. Like it was always around October that he would message. He would always email me. He never would call me. He would always email me and say, Hey, how's it going? Email? And yeah. He would always email me and he had a private email account that like his girlfriend, I guess, didn't know about. So like, he would always, yeah, no, red like, flag, red flag, red flag. Oh yeah. And so he would always email me and saying like, Hey, how's it going? I miss you. I want to see you. Blah, 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 blah. Typical guy yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. And like he would do that for five years, but then I got with my wife and you know, we were just dating at the time, but like, cause we got together. Um, oh, our anniversary is coming up this year or this month. Uh, yeah. This year. This year. Every year. Every year. Uh, no, um, yeah. So our anniversary is coming up. But anyway, so we got together on September 21st is when we had our first date. Okay. And so. Uh, That's cute. Yeah. And so I remember when her and I first got serious, he again was messaging me and just whatever. And so I told and I told her about him because he was nothing to hide. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, this is this ex that keeps coming back. So I told her like. I want to write him an email that just kind of lays it out and says, fuck off, you know? And, but like in a very like mature way, mature way that kind of outlined like, Hey, this was a thing and it's no longer a thing. I'm done, done. Please leave me alone. Cause every other email I, every year I kind of like would talk to him or tell him like, okay, cause I would always lay it out. Like, look, are you single? And he always dodged that question. Yeah. I'd always be like, hey, are you single now? And he would never answer me. He would just start talking about something else or blah, blah, blah. And so I finally just was like, no, I'm closing the door officially on this where I'm not going to ask, you. like, are you single? Are you this? Are you that? I just So basically what I did was I wrote him this email and I said, I don't remember exactly word for word, but like I basically was saying, hey, look, I feel like you romanticize what we were. Because at one point he was just like, oh, because I told him like, dude, we were just like a fling. We just kind of like... Right. Or side people. And he, like, acted like, well, no, what are you talking about? Like, oh, like, we loved each other and, like, we met each other's families and da-da-da. Which, like, I would always go to his car dealership because, you know, he had a car dealership. And so, sure. yeah, and so I'd be hanging out at his car dealer, like, in his office or just around the premises, whatever. And his dad also worked in the business, so his dad would be there sometimes. And I just, I never officially met his dad. It was kind of like, oh, hey, sir, how are you? That kind of thing. Like, but I never officially met him. And then one time, like, the guy came to my house to help fix my car. And my mom peeped her head out and said, hey, it's nice to meet you. And he was like, oh, same here. That was it. Like, to me, when you meet someone's parents, it's like, 
you formally introduce them you may yeah. sit down have coffee like have dinner a lunch like you meet someone's parents not just kind of like oh this is my mom this is my dad and then they're like oh hey how's it going like that's not meeting the parents you know like right. you know and so he and then he after the fact um was like oh like i told you i loved you and i'm like no you didn't he's like huh maybe you never heard me and i'm like no i would have known if you would have said i love you like no so yeah so basically I just, in the last email I sent to him, I just said, look, you romanticized what we were, that we were just this fling, and, like, I don't regret it, but it is what it is, and it just, that's what it was. It was fun during the time we did it, but I've grown now. Like, I'm, I want something serious. Like, you you could never give me a serious relationship because, obviously, you had other shit going right. on. Yeah, so I'm, like, I have someone who I'm already talking about having a future with and who... I want to be with and blah, 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 blah. Like all that stuff in like this email. Well, yeah, I, a serious relationship. Right. Not and just, you know, if he's not going to give you and what I, you need. And I didn't want it. Like I said, it, was, it had been five years since we broke up. Like he wasn't even in my radar anymore. Right. So I just was kind of like, so I told him like, so please let it stop. Go. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, basically I told him let it go. Please stop emailing me. I hope you have a good life and I wish you the best, but goodbye. I said good day, sir. <laughs> exactly. I and said so, day. yeah. And he like responded and was like, "Romance? What? Do you, what made you get that idea? I just want to be friends." And I just was like, "Whatever, dude." Like I didn't respond. And he still ended it because he wrote more. But like he ended it with like, "If you ever need me, you know where to find me." Garbage. XOXOXO. And I'm like, this guy. So I, <laughs> so like, I was like, this guy, this guy. So uh, yeah, so I didn't respond because to me, I got my closure. I told him, I yeah. laid out and said, look, dude, like this, it, it was what we, it, what we were. It was good for what it was. And that was it. I mean, it wasn't good, but whatever. And so I like, so I, I, I didn't respond to him and I ended up deleting that email account, which I had saved a bunch of his emails. Just in case he ever tried to, like, pull something, I yeah. was like, boom! Like, you know? So I de- ended up deleting the email account, and it deleted everything. Wow. And so even if he has tried to reach out to me... It like, wasn't gonna go through. Right. So, that's it. You <laughs> know, like, I don't... That was, yeah, that was, like, one major closure I got. And then the other two were... Um, well, one of them was my first girlfriend. Um, we got together, like, right away. And which is probably a mistake. <laughs> like we probably should have dated. We went on lesbian time. Yeah. <laughs> so I know how that goes. You just, <laughs> you know, you meet and then you're hanging out every day. Oh, and yeah. then you're moved in together. Yeah, exactly. So basically like I asked her to be my girlfriend after like our second date and she said yes. Yeah. And then like we were together like a week maybe. And then she was like, hey, I want to get together to talk. And I'm like, sure, great. So we met at this park, and um, she basically had her breakup speech ready, which was, like, kind of contradictory in a way, because she starts off her breakup speech, like, saying, like, oh, I need to work on me. But then all of a sudden she goes, oh, but I love me. And, and she starts, like, hugging herself. And is like, oh, I just love myself. And I'm like, so what? What, what? is the truth? So that I'm like, I'm confused. Like, what, what are we doing here? And then she said, you know, um, I, so I asked her, well, what do you want to do? Like, she said, well, it's not what I want. I want it to end with, like, what we both want. And I was like, I want you. Like, so, you know, so I don't remember the rest of it, but I just remember us having, like, a back and forth talking, not arguing. But we talked. I ended up, like, bursting into tears, crying, and telling her if she changes her mind, like, to let me know. And she was like, oh, you're no one's second choice, which I'm like, 
what do you mean second choice? <laughs> like, what? What? Is that, what? Yeah, exactly. So months later, that was probably in, in a September, uh, like end of August, September, because um, we got together shortly after my birthday, which is in July. So that was probably August or whatever. And so in December, I was at a New Year's Eve party and I... Um, was was just like you know new year's is always a big deal for me it's always like i'm always about like new beginnings and stuff like that so like to me like i wanted to close the door on this for good if because i still had feelings and i tried hanging out with her like we did try hanging out as friends but she just was really awkward and just didn't seem to like want to hang out with me so i'm like okay like but i didn't know if that was because she still had feelings for me or because she doesn't want to be around me at all because we never had that distinction so I sent her this text on New Year's that year, and I just said, hey, look, I still have feelings for you. I, you know, was really hoping that maybe we could try again if you're willing or if you're in a better place now. You know, if not, I completely understand. I just had to, like... Put it out there. Put it out there, yeah. And she responded to me basically saying that she never had feelings for me. Wow. Yeah, she said... She's not even going to try to soften that. Yeah, she said that... Well, I mean, she said it that, like... I forgot how she said it, but she basically was, like, saying... That she didn't want to search our relationship for something that wasn't there and that she saw me as like a friend and that she, yeah, never had romantic feelings for me and that that was it. And so I responded to her and I said, you know, I really wish you would have told me that sooner because I could have gotten over you. I could have moved on. I said, but I do really appreciate you telling me now and I hope that, you know, you have a good life and I hope, you know, it works out for you. And she said, yeah, you too. Happy New Year. And I said, yeah, you too. And that was it. I never talked to her again. And the last one I wanted to talk about was this guy that I never should have been with. Um, There was this guy who, like, he was really into drugs. And I um, am not. So we probably weren't a fit in that aspect, you know. And so, but he kept telling me he wanted to get clean. But then he'd tell me, hey, call me back in an hour. I'd call him back and he'd be high as hell. Uh So, yeah. So it was just bad. And he even told me I was boring at one time. And I... Was like so, and I was like 21, 22 at the time, so I took it like up the ass. So like, I was like, what do so you mean? Personal. I'm boring. Like, I am not boring. And so, and then he told me he wanted me to act different. That, like, he told oh, me, no. like, because I told him one of my favorite combo characters was Harley Quinn. He's like, oh, be Harley Quinn. Like, act like her. And I'm like, but do you want to date someone who's themselves or who's playing a character? Or do you want to date somebody who's pretending to be Harley Quinn? Which, first of all, that's a red flag in itself. Oh, yeah. Like, Ooh, like, uh, don't romanticize Harley and Joker. And right. All that, like, mm-mm. So, anyway, so, yeah, so, we ended up just not talking anymore. Like, it wasn't like we had a breakup. There was no breakup speech. It just was, we didn't, we stopped talking. And about a month or so after we stopped tar- talk, talking, after we stopped talking, he sends me a text message because I get, when we were together, he I had offered to help him with something and he texted me randomly one day and was like, hey, so are you still down to help me with this thing? And I was like, I didn't even know we were still talking. And like, <laughs> and he responded with, yeah, well, I just don't think we were a good fit. Like, he was nice about it. He's like, oh, right. I just didn't think we were a good fit. And like, you know, we could be friends. But, you know, yeah, I just don't think we, we mesh. And I said, yeah, no, that's cool. And I said, you know, um, that's fine. But um, I have enough friends, so... Uh, have a good life yeah which is always my go-to like whenever a guy was being like an asshole or like someone was just being like whatever he's like oh we could be friends I was like I have enough friends I got a lot of friends thanks thanks you know 
Right. Because, I mean, honestly, there was this woman that I was talking to for a while, and she's, like, one of my dearest friends now, but we met on a dating website. And, like, it just, she wasn't, like, I'll get into it later. But, I mean, she's a great person, but she just wasn't, like, a romantic interest for me. And so, like, we ended up becoming really good friends, and we've seen each other, like, a bunch over the years. I mean, she lives far away now, but, like, whenever she's in town, I'm like, hey, let's hang out. And it's always fun when we hang out. Like, she's a total geek, and I love it. Like, she's a great person, but, like I said, just I wasn't, like, into her romantically. Right. And so, but, like, we're friends, you know, so it's not like if you start off romantic, we can't be friends. It's like, no, like, I just was, like, these particular guys who, like, were assholes or whatever I'd be like I have enough friends thanks so yeah but yeah so basically when he texted me and was like hey can you help me with this thing I just was like no no like go away which I like like, living my life right and the fact that like he thought I would still be down to help him after we haven't talked for like a month like dude like where's the like thought process in that that you think like oh this person I no longer talk to is gonna still help me out because he wanted me to help him with this big thing I'm not gonna say what it was but it was a pretty big thing he wanted me to help him with and like I would have been kind of putting myself out there to do it so the fact that like he still wanted me to do that when I'm like who the fuck are you now <laughs> like, you know? Like, like you know um yeah so no so those are like the three like from the top of my head when I was thinking about this topic yeah. like I could think of um but you know like I said I never got closure with the guy that was emotionally abusive to me because he just kind of victimized himself anyway mm-hmm. and he tried to take credit for things that he did, wasn't that couldn't take credit for like in my life and you know I never got closure and that's fine I'm like completely fine like I I don't it's weird because we used to have a bunch of friends in common and I haven't seen him around the internets or anything so you know you know what this like makes me think though is what about all the people that like you know, when I was in college, I casually dated. I so I I wasn't you know able to date really in high school. I had like girlfriends, but it was all like such a lie. And they so were like beards. To, when I got to college, you know, I had various you know little relationships and small flings and long distance this and that. But I wonder who if there's anybody out there that like feels like they never got closure with me. Oh wow. Like flipping that mirror back on myself. Like I'm sure that, you know, there were people that, you know, we messed around and we thought that, you know, maybe they thought there was gonna be something more and I didn't and I didn't even realize, you know. Yeah. Whatever it may have been. So I mean if you're out there and you're listening, um, you know, I'm sorry for to everybody who I just like up and vanished without a trace to. Yeah. Yeah, like I'm I'm sitting here trying to think of someone that like I dated or that we talked and we never um like I never I guess I didn't talk I don't know cuz I've always been tried I've always tried to be good about giving closure. Like I think I mentioned how like I tried to break up with this girl one time and we our breakup lasts an hour because she wouldn't accept it. She wouldn't accept us breaking up and she's like, "Well, what do you want from me?" I'm like, "I just wanted to tell you to have a good life and let you know that like it's just it was a distance thing we would have only been able to see each other once a week and so I'm like that doesn't work for me that's not what I'm looking for and it's not again it's like not her as a person it was just scheduling and timing and you know um, 
I was just trying to like let her know like hey like I wasn't just gonna ghost her or like right. just not talk to her anymore or just like avoid her phone calls and just say hey I'll call you back and never call her back like I straight up told her like here's why and she just didn't accept it but I've always tried to be good about doing that like I remember I was also dating this guy we went on a couple dates and he just wasn't it just wasn't what I was looking for or whatever and he just was like hey like I just want to know are we going on dates or are we just hanging out I said well I thought we were going on dates he's like oh great when we go on another date I'm like okay well here's the thing I, was like, that. <laughs> I did I was like okay well here's the thing I said you know you're you're a cool person and all but I think that we're more friends like I kept like, I even told him I kept waiting for you to make a move and stuff and like you know as I got to know you I feel like yeah we're more friends like he just I just wasn't vibing with him and then he didn't want to be friends and I was like okay but like you know but it was like okay like that's fine but for sure I've always tried to give closure or if someone were to blatantly ask me like do you like me I would try to be as honest as I could to say yes or no you know I've always tried to tell people because I I don't like hurting people's feelings like I will go out of my way I will go out of my way not to hurt someone's feelings um but yeah you know like I would like to think that anyone who's ever liked me or who I've talked to or dated or whatever has gotten that closure from me um yeah I mean that's I, it's yeah but I just I know that like I'm like that and that's that's my personality like I will I will make myself uncomfortable to make somebody else more comfortable mm-hmm. and like not hurt their feelings I will I will I will undergo so much like personal pain for that but mm-hmm. I also know that you know during that time those times the, those two times in my life where I was just really trying to find myself yeah that like I'm sure I burned people along the way yeah um and I just I'm gonna put out there that I'm I'm very sorry um, yeah and if you want to talk about it you know reach out to me if, if we're still able to be in contact right yeah and I guess I think I should put that out there too that if someone's out there that's like hey, I got beef with you or, like, whatever. I mean, like, I'm not a hard person to talk to, nor am I a hard person to find. You know, like, I'm, like, I live on the internet, so you can find me. And, yeah, you know, I mean, if there's that person out there that's like, hey, you never told me X, Y, or Z, or you never told me why, you know, we stopped being friends or we stopped dating or we stopped, you know, um, talking like we used to talk or whatever, you know. Yeah. But, Yeah. Alright, well I think we're going long here and we need to take a break, don't you think? Yes, we will take a break and we will come back and we will we're actually gonna be talking about the show Euphoria. Ah, it's so good. Yes. So it's it's intense. Yes, so we'll talk more. We'll be right Just so you guys know, uh, this is spoilers all over the place. We for s- Euphoria for Euphoria. So yeah, we are talking about the show HBO show Euphoria, which I um, heard about when I was like I said, I'm back in school now, and you know the professors do the whole like tell us about yourself. What are your favorite TV shows? And a lot of people talked about Euphoria, and I had heard about it too. And my wife and I it was on our list to of shows we wanted to watch. And I just hadn't gotten around to watch it. So enough people said, hey, watch the show. I was like, okay, I'll watch the show. And I wasn't ready. 
Oh, yeah. I I saw it pop up on social media where people were like, "Oh my God, there's this show and you have to watch it because there's uh, Zen Zendaya is like dating a trans girl and you gotta watch it." Yeah, and I was like, "That's what I saw too." That like, yeah. Here we go. Yeah. I will. I will. I will. I will do it. And you know, it's a trans girl being played by an actual. I think they're non-binary, like a non-binary woman. Well, I was, when I went, when I looked, yeah, when Instagram. I looked on their um, Wikipedia page or whatever, uh, it says she identifies as a trans woman. Okay, trans girl. Cool. Yeah, that's what um, I saw. At Hunter, least Hunter Foster, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 She identifies as a trans woman. Is what I saw when I. Googled. Okay. No problem. Because no, of course you know, I what I was Googled. thinking of was India India Moore from um, Pose is non-binary. Okay. There's also a non-binary person on another show. I'm Billions. I think has a non-binary I'm character. Saying. Okay, it has a non-binary character played by a non-binary person. So yay, cool. we're get, yeah. we're finally, <laughs> finally, finally, finally starting to get to the point where like, oh, the studios are finally realizing that maybe having trans people play the trans people is more authentic and doesn't perpetuate awful, awful, awful stereotypes that get people killed. Right. But anyways, so yeah, so there's Sorry. spoilers about this show as well as you know we're gonna trigger warning this too because. There's a lot of intense stuff, like, because even yeah. after, the, after the first episode, I kind of told my wife, hey, I don't think this show is for you, because, you know, my wife and I have different triggers as well as, you know, different trauma, obviously, different people, you know, and so, sure. yeah, and so even for me, like, there's things that I can watch where I'm like, I feel, like, really triggered by this, but at the same time, I feel like I can watch it from, like, a knowledge or, like, a informative perspective where I can say, yeah. like, okay, I want to watch this, even though it's causing an emotion for me. I feel like it's important to watch because of X, Y, or Z, you know? Sure. But my wife, on the other hand, there's just certain things that even, like, wanting to be knowledgeable or be, you know, aware of it, she's like, I can't watch things that have these particular things because it just sure. affects me so too much. So, trigger warnings for, like, drug use and, um, gosh, um, like, underage, for, what do you call that? What? Um... Like sex with minors and oh statutory statutory yeah I was like what's the word and also uh, I guess if you have issues with uh, hospitalizations uh, that's also a thing that happens yeah you yeah. right oh yeah because they, they put um, jewels jewels yeah in yeah which I was like when I saw that episode I told my wife yeah you can't watch that yeah <laughs> you know, like you know um, but anyways so yeah so I have seen the show completely I watched it it took me about a week to do because like I said I'm going to school full time so you know between homework or when I'm taking a break from homework I'm watching TV or right. watching YouTube so it's kind of this thing where I'm like tell me the things to watch I have the time to watch it now you know and so. the show's eight episodes so far and right. so I, I've watched seven of the eight episodes so I feel like I'm good enough that I can talk, and I have, I have given permission to spoil the final episode. I'll watch it anyway. Right, right exactly, because it's good, and it kind of confused me a little bit at the end. Um, but, yeah. Anyway, so where should we even start? I mean, what's the premise of the show? Okay, so the premise of the show is, I mean, is there really a premise, or is it kind of like, here's these kids doing Yeah, I mean, I would say stuff. it's a show about a bunch of high schoolers who live very intense lives that I certainly didn't have growing mm. up. Yeah, my statistics professor made this joke the first day of class, because when people were talking about euphoria, she said that, like, one of her friends was kind of like, if that's what having kids is, I don't want kids. And she's like, that's Nobody's not. Kids are like, she's like, yeah, she's like, this is a show, it's dramatized, like, this is not 
not how children are. No, it's a gritty TV show that HBO, you know, made. And it's gritty so that it gets viewers and it's not, you know, I mean, I, I, I think it's important because there are definitely things that people can relate to in right. the show and find, like... Um, and and uh, the other thing I love about HBO is that at the end of each episode, they have one of the actors who, like, that episode is primarily about come and, like, talk about their experience with the right. show and that episode. And so, like, what multiple people have said is, you know, I know the show is very intense and there's a lot going on, but I want people who are out there and who can relate to this character to feel like they're not alone. That's why right. we do it. Um, uh-huh. And that was a big reason why, like, I enjoy acting, too, is that, you know, yeah. I wanted to be able to put characters and experiences on the stage that people could relate to so that they didn't feel alone. Right. Um, just like I did when I was a kid, and I would relate to characters, and I'd be like, oh, this is like me. Right. And, I mean, that's, I mean, I miss acting for that reason, yeah. to, like, get to get in a different headspace. And, like, for me, like, I have really bad anxiety, like, incredibly anxiety, where, like, there's days that I, like, joke and say, like, I can't do people today. And it really is that thing where, like, it's a day where I literally need to just be at home and watch movies or just read or whatever because mm-hmm. I literally can't do people. I'm not just saying, like, oh, people suck, boo. It's like, no, I literally, the idea of being just outside, like, makes me very uncomfortable. And so, like, for me, acting, like, when I was in high school, like, doing drama, it gave me a chance to kind of put myself away and be someone else so that I could do things or I could be like experience things or I could be like let's say like someone who was like more uh like flamboyant than I was like you know who was more energetic than I was or someone who was shyer than I was or someone who was like I even played different genders like you know that it was like a way to a place to experiment and be something I mean either that you're not or take pieces of yourself and put it into right you know creating something new right and exactly and it was a way to just express myself create like creatively without it being me you know yeah. and that was a way to do it and i miss it so much oh <laughs> man yeah write something you write it i write something. something let's yeah. do something right um uh, anyway so back to the show sorry so yeah so like all right so yeah the premise of the show is like it's kind of like one of those shows where it's like okay so it's basically about um shoot what's the main character's name rue rue that i Kept mine and says Zendaya because that's the wow, actress. that's her name. She's gorgeous and I love her. Yes. But anyway, so Rue, it's about this girl named Rue who ends up in rehab at like 16 and, right? Like she's 16. Something like that. Yeah, she's like 16 and so she goes to rehab and it basically starts her school year back from rehab. Yeah. And just kind of like, it kind of branches off from there because it kind of shows who her like family is, who her friends like. She instantly becomes like best friends with Jules who's the trans girl and right. who's new, and in she's town. new in town she's new in town and like people don't really know much about her and so they become like insta best friends and that again um, like, it kind of branches out right and then you just see know. how they each like affect each other's lives and so there's these characters who like don't even really interact but are all like central to the story because like their actions have these ripple effects that oh, like yeah. in Impact each other, and you know everybody's connected. It's like a six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Like, right, exactly. This person slept with this person. His best friends with this person. Who, yeah. like, oh my god, it's so drama. Because like, even at like one point, like Rue's 
sister is getting smoked out by these guys and yeah. you're like oh hey those are the two friends of the other guy and, right. and you're just like okay I know who these guys are and yeah because they're all and, and again it's high school because with high school it's like you see the same people like every, every day. day yeah and when you're like For years right and then when you're throwing parties it's the same fucking people like give or take a couple based right. on who's invited or if their cousin or their friends that I ever party. went to like parties like that ever at all like that's always how it show that's how they do it in Mean Girls that's how they do it in this and every like teen drama or comedy like movie or show they've got these huge fucking house parties with like the music and there's no parents and the booze and yeah. somebody's like getting it on in the bedroom and I'm like I didn't go to these parties well I didn't either but I was a theater kid like that's the thing I mean same theater, I was theater, theater kids yeah, yeah. Like, we had no, other that's parties, what I'm saying we were like yeah, like our parties were like, let's go hang out at Starbucks at eight o'clock in a big circle. We and didn't like have a Starbucks in my town. Yeah, I, I grew up in LA. So. I did not. We didn't have a Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's like my hangout was literally my group of like six friends, and we would sit in a circle, like in a table, like in a circle, and just go around asking each other questions. Like I even bought these books that were like just questions like one of them is love and relationships or it's love or relationship questions yeah. and the other one is just generalized questions like if you were president for a day what would you do or like you know and we literally would go around the table answering these questions it was so weird like i mean weird in a good way but like that's what our fun was but my cousins on the other hand would go to what they call flyer parties where basically someone would have a party and make flyers for it and just give them around put them around and that was it and like so rando people would come because it was a flyer party I I don't I don't remember seeing flyers for fire parties, but that was probably intentional because I was not cool. <laughs> yeah, and then um, I think other people would have parties where like they would charge to get in, where like it'd be like, oh, it's five dollars to I'm get in, sorry. and like yeah, like that was that was it. Like people would charge five bucks to get in, and they would have like a big backyard party, and like it'd be five bucks. I went to a party when I was in my early twenties where it they didn't charge to get in but they charged for beer so like they literally had a stand that was like drinks five dollars water was three dollars and i just was like this doesn't feel like Mm -hmm. right so we ended up leaving and yeah but so back to the show no but i mean this kind of ties into the show it's like because like those parties were real that people i mean i didn't go to them but like they existed where oh yeah and then there was a number that's what i was gonna talk about there was actually a line it was the party line where you would call in and it would be a recorded message saying there's a party here on this street or this address at such and such and i'm sorry and like yeah and it was a generalized number that people would call to find out what where the parties were over the weekend that's wild yeah, I've never like shit in my life. People. What? Yeah, so those parties were we don't real. get me. We don't. We don't. We don't get there where where I'm from. Like, <laughs> sorry, like we we have good Christian values. <laughs> no, we. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So no. So those parties were real. Um and. Fuck. A lot of drama would happen, like, so... Jeez, okay, so maybe this show's more realistic than I thought. I was like, what are you talking about? That never happens, like... Right, but the one thing that did bother me about the show was, like, the lack of parents. Like, there was this one episode where they were all at this carnival, and all the kids were there, like, alone. And I'm like, what? Like, I I don't understand. I mean, I went to the carnival. I I would split off from my parents when I would go to the carnival. No, but you would split off with your parents. Like, would your parents send you by yourself? I, when I was 18, I went to, yeah, we had a, something we called the fall festival every year. It was a big carnival. Yeah. 
all that. And, you know, my mom uh, volunteered uh, selling, I, like I said, I was in marching band. So we had a booth and we sold, um, some of you are going to know what this is and some of you are going to raise your eyebrows. But, you know, we would sell puppy chow. What is that? Like, oh, no. for dogs? No, 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 no. Puppy chow is a snack. It is Chex Mix and peanut butter and chocolate and powdered sugar um, all mixed together. Okay. And, and they make these little clumps, and they're really delicious. I've but, never heard of that. Um, yeah. So, puppy chow. Um, <laughs> so, my mom would sell that in the booth, and so I was just running around with my friends. No, but see... They, but that's what I'm saying. Your mom but was there. But she couldn't have like done anything. She was trapped in a. She was. I think she had a dog, like mask dog costume on, and she was just like trying to get people to buy. But she was. You know, but stuck what, in the but what I'm saying is that like all of the kids were there without parents. Like well, that's not true. I could understand. Nate's dad was there. But again, he was barbecue. in the. But he was in the booth, just like you just said that your mom was in a booth and his dad was in a booth. Like, right. So that's what I'm saying. Like that doesn't really count. Like if you're saying like so that's what I'm saying is like his parent, his dad, his parents. Yeah, because his mom was there too. Was there selling something? But they but weren't like, free to like parent or chaperone. Right. Exactly. And so, but I'm saying is none of the other kids had their parents. Like, no That's parents true. were like, oh, there's a carnival? But okay, I have you guys who, have, like, have they're, they're, My parents were just overprotective. Like, my mom especially is a helicopter mom. I love her. Mm-hmm. Helicopter mom. Um, sorry. But, right. uh, no, I definitely had friends who would go to the, like, they, you know, my mom would maybe pick them up and we would all go together and we would, and then, you know, my mom was doing her thing and, you know, we would just wander around. But we had complete freedom. Like, we felt mm-hmm. autonomous. We felt oh, like okay. we were... You know, doing our because it's a big space like the fairground. Like I don't have to be anywhere near where the food booths are. Right, Um, but I guess I'm just used to like. But I'm certainly not going to get it on by the gravitron. Right, but I'm just saying that like I'm used to like I guess not everyone being free like that. Like I guess like a couple people like oh they came without their parents or their parents are picking them up, but literally none of the kids had any of their parents. But I feel like we're seeing like the most extreme kids in the whole school. Right, and like even Rue, Rue just getting out of rehab. Right, you would think her mom would be more, especially with how like strict her mom is about like you have to pee, you have to pee test right now. Right, you would think that she would like she would like be more involved and right exactly because she was getting on her bike and going all over the city or all over the town, hanging out with her dealer. Right, exactly. My mom would have like kicked him out of town right and it's like and the fact that the their dealer in town is like this guy and his little kid brother who has oh, tattoos fez. i love fez yeah but it's just like i'm like what like it just doesn't make sense to me you know what it's tv it's it's tv it's, it doesn't have to make sense um so about jules yes. who is precious i love her aesthetic i could never pull off that like magical girl princess whatever kind of like sparkle eyes vibe but i love it yeah like i love the only thing is i had issues with her wardrobe because i felt like her skirts were just too really short short. yeah like but like i you say that but like also i feel like that's trans culture sometimes is like once you you know start to have a body that you're so much more comfortable in like I think I'm today wearing the. Sh- I mean, I'm also 27. Yeah, I was gonna say you're an adult. But like, I would <laughs> still feel that where I'm just like, I want to look as cute as possible. I'm so happy with the way I look. I want to like show off. It's right. for me. Um, but yeah, 
No, I mean, that's the thing is I get that. Like, even with, um, I'm blanking on her name, Maddie. That's her name, right? Maddie. The, that's a character. Yes. That is a character. Maddie, is that, the that one was, who was the dating Nate? Nate. Yes. 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 Maddie is a character. Yeah. Because Maddie at the carnival was wearing something like incredibly inappropriate for her age. She was. She, like, because he even, like, told her, like, oh, you need to change, which, by the fuck him, for one thing. Right. But at the same time, I'm like, if I saw, like, a teenage... First of all, I wouldn't even know she was a teenager. If I saw her wearing that, I would assume she was, like, 20. You're right. You're like, right. But I also, like, I feel like that's... Number one, for TV, like, costume department, they're trying... Like, these aren't actual teenagers. So right, So they're trying exactly. to sell sex cells. Like, it's Hollywood. No, I get that. Sexualizing children yet again. Like, I, I looked up all the ages. So I tend to do that when I see, like, a lot of sexualized teenagers. Like, please tell like, the actors yeah, are exactly. Like, please be over 18. Because like, I just feel like are. this... And they are. But it's just the fact that, like, again... Like, if I were to be walking, like, around just wherever, and I saw this girl wearing that, I would think, like, oh, look, she looks really hot in that. But, like, she's, then I unknowingly, is like, that's a child. You're and right. Like, and it makes me feel so bad, like, where I'm like, oh, that's not appropriate for but a I teenager. I feel like, I mean, I have such, I'm so wishy-washy on this. Like, yeah. I, I am on the fence, because, number one, I'm like, we shouldn't sexualize you know, kids in general. Like, if you're, if you see something and you're, like, sexualizing that, that's, like, a personal thing that you gotta work out and yeah. stop doing. Like, there's nothing inherently sexual about, like, a girl's legs or shoulders. Right. Like, stop it. Yeah. Um, but then I'm also, like, gosh, you know, like, I'm all for, like, dressing how you want and, like, sexual liberation and all that. Like, I'm super sex positive. But I'm also, like, gosh, if you're, like, a itty bitty kid hmm. you know yeah if you're if you're a teenager then you know you should also not dress like you're you know 28 and going out clubbing right so but i mean that's what but i'm I don't saying know. Like, like i feel like that's shamey like i feel like but i guess but when you're a minor know. is it i don't really consider it shamey if you're a minor just because it's illegal if you're a minor <laughs> like to me it's like following the law you know, like if you're right. 18 and you're wearing like a thong out in public where, you know, like those pants that ride low and you can see this thong yes. over it. It's yes, kind of like, you know what, if you're comfortable with that, and if you're just like, look at me, cool. Good on but you. Like, like 15, you do that. You're but you're, that. Yeah. If you're 15 and doing that, then it's like, it just seems really inappropriate, you know? So it's not about it being like, oh, like you want attention or you're sexualizing yourself. It's just, to me, it's just inappropriate, you know, that it's like, there's just like that thing where like hey you know what when you're an adult you can dress however you want if you want to wear like whether the nipple what do they call like the nipple the pasties the pasties yeah if you want to just walk around in pasties like hey you know what good on you if you're comfortable in that you do that i mean you might get like a fine by the police but i mean that's but like that's what i'm saying i'm not saying don't do it what i'm saying is that if you're but if you're 15 it's like that's i guess I guess for me, I guess from like a psychological standpoint at 15 like okay well now we can kind of segue into like what cat's doing Right. Like, oh God, gosh. Perfect cat, cat, like, cat, cat, cat. I love this girl to pieces. Yes. I. She is in high school, <laughs> yes. and she is um, doing porn. Doing well. She's 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 become a sex porn. worker. Yeah, it's sex. Well, porn. Yeah. she got she got straight up nude in episode. Yeah, in one of the seven, I think it's and seven. Shut yeah. it down. Yeah. But you know, she was making money and just like, but she's like looking at. There was that really uncomfortable episode with the guy who just wanted to be, like, shamed and told yeah, that, like, which his genitals were small. And right. she just had to sit, like, it was just very uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable because 
this is a child. Like, because there are people, like, honestly, I, I almost, I wish I would have known these people when I was a woman. Just because I'm like, oh my God, I gotta make money. But, like, you know, because I'm uh-huh. a bigger person, you know, and it's kind of like, but I was already in my 20s, you know what I mean? And so to me, this is a little girl, because she's. She is. She's she a high 16. schooler. It doesn't matter. She's a little girl who doesn't understand. This. But you she finally I mean? feels power that she's never had before. She feels sexy like she's never felt before because she is the fat girl. Right, but but that's what I'm saying. It's very... so it's like empowerment, but it's also very like bad territory. Right, because like I said, she doesn't understand. Like as a, we we as adults can understand consent, we can understand kink, we can understand that. Okay, here's the mindset that goes behind that. That right. if like okay, like you and I could walk into a dungeon tonight and ask people okay, like, what does it mean if someone likes this? Or there's someone, we could have an adult conversation with someone where they say, oh my God, I love being humiliated. It does this and this to me. Or like, it... But this is this girl's, like, one of her first, like, right. experiences. And she's 15. That's what I'm saying. Is she hasn't, she doesn't have the knowledge behind it to... She she didn't have this conversation with this man where he's just like, hey, I like X, Y, and Z. Because well, no, I, he paid her and she just feels the need to like do what he said. Because... But that's what I'm saying is she's just doing it and like she's feeling empowered, but she also isn't understanding consent versus like what feels okay, what doesn't feel okay, like what feels okay for yeah. him, what doesn't yeah. feel okay for him. Like she doesn't, they never talked about a safe word. They never talked about like him giving consent for her to do X, Y, and Z, or he, she doesn't know his limits. She doesn't know, like, all she's doing is making money off of someone who has this kink, but she doesn't even understand it as a kink. She's just saying, I'm going to be mean to this guy, and he's going to pay me money, which isn't what's going it's on. It's not healthy at yeah. all. But like no. I said... and the show... Well, I don't. I haven't seen the last episode, so I don't, I don't know how this whole thing resolves. It doesn't resolve in the... In the oh, yeah. but there's going to be another season, I'm oh, yeah, sure. Gonna, yeah, it's going to be another okay. season. I didn't know if, like, all this is coming back to bite her yet. Right. But that's what I'm saying. It's like, you have this person who's, like, not really... And the thing is, she didn't really consent to humiliating him either. He just kind of started... He's like, I want to show you something, and then jumps into it. Right. Without saying, like, hey... I would really enjoy it if you humiliated me. Like, but is that you know, your... on this kind of space, maybe that's just what, like, I don't know. But that's what that's what the problem is when it's a minor who doesn't understand. Yeah, what's well, going I mean, on. there's a problem when it's a minor in general, right? But um, because like I can't ever imagine me like talking to someone and them saying, "Hey, can I show you something?" and then them like whooping out their dick because it's kind of like, "Whoa, guy, I never said that was okay." Slow down. Yeah, I would have been. I would have said, you know what? I never said that was okay. And like, even if it was like a like money situation where he was paying me to do something without him talking about it like if he was paying me money and he still whipped his dick out i'd be like okay first of all you didn't warn me you didn't say hey can i whip my dick out so let's talk about parameters here like i as an adult would know to say okay let's stop and you tell me what you need me to do and i'll tell you if i'm okay with that you know what i mean like she had she just was like Oh my god! And uh, 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 which she's a child, so of course right. she's gonna like, do it's that. It's not small. Like she tried to make him feel better, at right? First, and then he was like, "No, don't tell me that. Tell me this." And which again, like, if oh, they would have okay. had that conversation about what was okay, what wasn't okay, like, but it still again, wouldn't have been okay because she's, she's, she's like a minor, fucking yeah. fifteen or sixteen years old, maybe seven. I don't care. She's a right. minor. And then um, she, and, uh, she, I, I always have a problem up. with TV when it does that, like when they have characters who are minors and they yeah. put them in these sexual situations, right? And like it's based off a book, though. Is it really? It's based off a book, which I need to find the book. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's based off a book. Well, and... then I have a problem with the writer writing this. 
And the thing is also, she kind of goes off the deep end when it comes to kink, where she starts buying very kinky clothes. She starts wearing like she a collar. She wears corsets. Cat masks. She's got this whole persona that she right. puts on. Which on one hand, it's like, again, it goes, oh, excuse me. On one hand, it goes back to like, if this was an adult who was like, because I mean, I see people that wear kind of kinky stuff like in general that I'm like, hey, that's cool if they want to wear that. But this being like a child kind of like... Yeah, it basically it's very puts it puts something out there that she again doesn't completely understand as a child. You know, yeah. like you don't understand. Like you know, we talked about when like um, Lydia was on last, well, not last week, but our last episode. Yeah. Like we were talking about pet play and pony play and stuff like that. It's like these are things that people enjoy and that they really like. And let's say someone wearing or you know a, a sub and dom. Like some people live that. Like not twenty four seven. Some people do. But like you putting a collar around your neck indicate something that as a child or even her kind of st- on the tip of the iceberg into this world may not understand what wearing a collar signals to other people to signals to adults sure you know and i think that that's really terrible you know but um yeah uh I'm oh doing... gosh there's so many there's so many characters here yeah. that we've just gotta unpack but we're also running out of yeah. Out of time. But um, so all in all, I gotta like watch the final episode before I can like give a verdict. Right. I think the show is very intense. It's certainly yeah. not for everybody. Right. Um it I like the acting. I think it's 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 very interesting and it's again very wonderful to see a trans girl played by a trans girl. I think that's so empowering and I'm so happy for Hunter um for getting to be able to do that and bring right. her to life. Um I certainly have Issues with the sexualization of children and all yes. that that is happening. Um, um, we might have to get this into another episode. Yeah. I didn't think we were going to be talking this much about it. Honestly, well, we're like, we're like, because uh, I mean, we didn't talk about Jules and like her sleeping with Nate's dad. Right. We didn't talk about the toxicity that is Nate and Maddie's relationship. Well, and then and, like, Nate in general is a like toxic person. Well, like and one, his vendetta and his like internalized homophobia from watching his dad's porn his right, whole life right and like you know one thing that i mentioned that like when we were first talking about the show was i kept wanting to call nate bryce because bryce is basically the same character in 13 reasons why and i had to keep like i even had to like look up to see if it was because i know i'd seen the actor who played nate before but i was like oh my god is that the same dude that played bryce because it was just it felt like such the same character that i was like and it's not so but like you know what I right, was like, I kept wanting to call him tight. Bryce because I'm like, oh no, his name's Nate because they're very similar. While Bryce is a rapist and Nate isn't, from what we know right now, right? No, no, yet, but yet. He, <laughs> you know, he's a he's a liar and a catfish and blackmailer yeah. and awful. And yeah. I hate him. I mean, honestly, just one last quick thing. Um, like, there's a scene where like Nate tries to fight his dad. And his dad still kicks his ass, like, still, like, overpowers him. And then he has, like, this full-blown tantrum. And the the imagery of Nate being as big as he is and, like, just losing his temper in such a, like, primal way was terrifying. Like, it's watching that... It's the same that, thing I get when I watch Kylo Ren. It's the same, like, it's, it's the same yeah. kind of thing for well, me. Well, I felt like it was more... Like, Kylo Ren kind of throws tantrums, but, like, Nate just spat. Did you... Was that scene in there? I think that's the final episode. I haven't seen oh, that yet. Okay. But, I get, I, like, I was trying to relax, but I, I get that kind of okay. vibe. Okay, yeah, no, watch and the last... And it's very toxic masculinity at its finest. No, but it was terrifying. No, it was real. I mean, like, I literally felt scared. Like, just watching it on TV, I felt, like, 
terrified. So yeah, watch the final episode because maybe it wasn't the final episode. Watch the episode and then let me know what you think. Like text me or whatever because like it was pretty. I'm intense. probably gonna put it on as soon as we done, we're done recording. I'm mm-hmm. gonna uh, go hang out with some people later today. We're gonna yeah. play Magic the Gathering. Oh fun! So, so I'm gonna build that. some extra decks for them. I haven't played that. I've been wanting to play it. I will teach you. Yeah. I need more people to play with. Okay. All right, well, we're going to wrap it up here. And again, it kind of sucks we didn't actually talk about the trans character. We got to start talking about We'll like, talk about her more next time. After I finish the whole thing, I will. Yeah. We can have a, a. What if we have an episode where we talk about um, like trans portrayals in media? Yes, perfect. Like, okay, to it. So, okay, yeah, perfect. Here we go. We episode found idea. Yes. Bum, okay. bum, bum. Uh, yeah, but also feel free to reach us out on Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter at Queer Cauldron. At, or uh, queer cauldron at uh, gmail.com our uh, phone number is 323-285-0164 and uh, yeah as Rose said take no harm do, or, no, do, harm. do no harm well take do, no harm too Don't yeah do, do no harm Don't take, take harm. no shit mm-hmm.